Everybody was kung fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with expert timing. Welcome back to the Hockey Dudes. It is a gorgeous Sunday morning here boys uh so for those that were wanting a little bit of hockey content i'm sorry you're gonna have to wait uh we just gotta exhale this fallout a little bit because i don't know what what's been going on but i've been literally going to bed crying every night just tears of joy because football's back it's back it's the best feeling to wake up on a sunday and just know that your team's getting ready to suit up uh, let me introduce our guest here. We got George uh, Sticky Rick Six. How we doing, folks? AKA the guy that th- originally the original bread throw icer. Yeah, I'm or, here. Allegedly. Yeah, no, not allegedly. It's facts. <laughs> I did it. Same with Courtney and Dave, and he got the assist because I was waiting for a goal, but he got a point, so we were like, screw it, and we threw it out there. You did. We did. You did. I saw. I remember that whole game. I'm calling so you clearly. out, New York. Somebody better do it. <laughs> Somebody has to throw. Bre- no, I'm okay if nobody does it over there. Yeah, because you know, they can be our thing. Yeah, but they're not going to be like the cool people to bring it into MSG. I mean, no way. They're not that cool. I actually would like it if Breadman came back and we threw bread on the ice for him. Like a Rangers, Rangers, like come, still Rangers come to the jackets and, you know, yeah. we still throw, oh. And if we're spanking them yeah. like 5 12, like 5 12. I got football on my, I got football scores. 12 on points my, in a football game. How 20. many field goals that happened there? Yeah, I know. 5, five 2. Like we're beating them like 5 2. Yeah. You know. Just t- toss it out there real quick. Yeah. Um, Why are you giving me tap-ins? <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> Texas is giving me tap-ins, guys. Uh, our other guest, uh, we got, um, I, I can't think of, I don't know what a good nickname for you right now, Jordan, because this is your first time on the pod. But Jor- Jordan, good to, ha- good to have you on. How you doing, my man? How you doing? I'm doing good. I see you repping the uh, AJ Green jersey. You know, it's fine. It's it's fine because it's, it's a new year, Jordan. A new year of sucking. A new year of sucking, he says. I mean, it's week one. Anything can happen. I told you, yeah, yeah, you're in Seattle for the first game of the season. It's a tough scene. You're pro- you're projected to finish last in the division, but it's a new year. Like nothing. <laughs> all the Browns hype, all the everything hype, and and you're just ready for your time. Like that's that's all you are. That's all every NFL fan is. They've sifted through the endless amounts of offseason stories, and finally their teams kick off today. No Tommy today. Tommy is literally going to First Energy Stadium right now, and <laughs> we got the the boys who are doing the the radio show next to us are, are walking, kind of pointing at George. George is wearing a football helmet right now. Cole Browns. I can't oh. make this up. George is wearing a literal football helmet. On the Hockey Dudes fo- podcast, football guys, hockey dudes, it's all the same thing. It is. Here at this podcast, but we we can't, I don't even know what to go over first, boys, because we had a, a an amazing slate of college football games yesterday. Very good. We had the biggest news in sports history in the last week. Okay, I was gonna. I was really gonna get you on that if you were just gonna say ever. No, like, that was Andrew. That was the Andrew Lux thing. That was the biggest, and then th- this is the next biggest. That was the biggest blind side, I think. Like, that was the biggest blind side. This was the biggest joke turned into a reality. Yeah, because it really was like the fact that we're obviously talking about Antonio Brown, and the fact that he literally leaves the Raiders, and. Before he even left the Raiders, when he was having trouble with the Raiders, people were making jokes. It was that gif of Bill Belichick walking out of the tunnel in Detroit, not high-fiving those kids on the side, just walking right out. The caption of the gif was, Bill Belichick on his way to sign 
Antonio Brown for the league minimum. Right. He dies. He <laughs> and the Raiders die, and in comes whoop, Bill Belichick. Right. Gets the best receiver. He's I the best receiver in the league. I seen a gift that said it was Bill Belichick just sitting uh, sitting out of practice and said. Bill thinking about giving away the 2041 seventh round pick for AB. <laughs> is it worth it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's so Absolutely. worth it. I mean, what a dynamite animal. Like, he is an explosive jersey out there. Like, yeah. his jersey just could explode. But we can't deny that he is a total head case right now. He's so the biggest tool it, in the history of tools. It It's we're really putting a lot of pressure on Bill here. Like, Bill, you know, you you still got Josh to work with. I mean, I don't know if he's done smoking, but you're, you're handling him. Can you handle this guy? Like, if you can handle two of them and they make it to the AFC champ, like we said, I mean, you might as well just give Brady a seventh ring. Well, no, you can, you can just give him a seventh ring, I think, right now. Right now? Yes. Like, a participation ring for this season because, like we said, he plays 18 – preseason games <laughs> to get ready for the postseason. Yes. Everybody's season kicks off today except for the Patriots. Your season kicks off AFC Championship game. Yeah. I we, think that's right. Week 19 slash 20. You still have your last preseason game is the divisional round yeah. against whatever P-boy AFC team. It's usually the Colts or like the, the Texans, Texans that, that yep. made it out of that mm-hmm. divisional round. Sometimes this might be the Chargers or like the Denver Broncos. Yeah. Sometimes it's, the, sometimes it's like the Steelers, but like you, you, you sweep them clean. You yeah. always do. Yeah. But, yeah, no, it's just that. All jokes aside, yes, I, I say Antonio Brown's a tool. I don't think that's that hot of a take, but I think he's a smart tool. Like I used to just think he was just some dumb dude. Like I thought this guy is the biggest moron in the history. Like. This guy has everything in front of him to just go out there and play football. Why is he making a big fuss about it? He's making a big fuss about it because he doesn't want to play for the freaking Oakland Raiders. That's why he's making a fuss. He's the best player in, arguably, he's the best offensive player in football. I'd, I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna say it. he's the best offensive player in the league, and um, he. No, I'm gonna say that. That's fine. That's I'm, fine. I'm gonna I, hold I, firm by that. I, I like I like that. I respect your opinion, but I'm just gonna throw out the guy who plays the same position as him and is the highest paid player in that position, and he came from the Ohio State University. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, he's, but he's up there. I, but no, no, I, right. I agree. A B. I trust me. He torches people. We we don't need we I. There's definitely a huge debate that we can oh, get into. Yeah, we could get sure. into it for hours. But just but... I, I, I was watching Antonio Brown's highlight tape, his career highlight tape last night, mm-hmm. just to kind of refresh my mind on some of the plays that he's made and what exactly the New England Patriots are getting. Mm-hmm. And I, I, my jaw dropped. Yeah, because of the the amount of like, we have not seen the Pittsburgh Steelers without Antonio Brown. In what, like seven or eight years? How long has he been with the Steelers, Jordan? You're you're in that division. How long has he been with them? Too eight long. Eight or nine. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He, he's been there for a while. He's been a huge part of their run in the playoffs mm-hmm. that they've been on. They're <clears throat> they're they being established. Like I was watching some of the plays that he made. That man literally, Ben Roethlisberger owes that man half of his salary because. <laughs> There'd be so many times where Ben would just drop in the pocket. There would be absolutely not crap open out there. And he would just chuck it up to 8-4. He would just throw it to 8-4. 8-4 is God. Yeah. Money. Money. Touchdown. Like, that's that's something you don't get out of out of receiver. Like, you only can get that out of so many receivers in the history of football yep. where you can just throw it up to them, and they're, they're making those plays every time. And he's – people forget that – Antonio Brown is also not good with not just good with his hands. The way that he catches the ball and turns it into yardage, like the yak, his yak, his his yak, yak is insane. His yak is through the rack, baby. Like he he yeah he racks the yaks. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, dude runs crisp routes and he knows how to get some separation, but we, we, we it's it's still up in the air. Like I really want to see him ball out, but then again, I really don't because I don't want. I just don't want Baker Mayfield and them to have to do that to Tom Brady in the AFC champ. Wow. You're saying that they're lock-in is what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't argue with you. You have a football helmet on. 
We um, also we have we have juice on our team, and then OBJ brings the juice, and then Hollywood Higgins, baby, give me just other than the Patriots, I guess. Show me a better wide receiver lineup, please. I, I David Njoku at tight end, Nick Chubb, an SEC just bowling ball of a running back, is going to be just barreling down the field for us. It, you love to see it. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the Browns' offense is disgusting. You, there's not a single flaw in their offense um, just by looking at their roster. And that's what's going to be so crazy about the Browns playing uh, this year is that they have that pressure to mm-hmm. be a Super Bowl contender. Legitimately, that pressure is on them, yeah. and I think those expectations are fair. Nobody is really countering those expectations with reasonable reasons. Uh, anybody that does try to counter those words is usually just a hater, a.k.a. Colin Coward, who just strictly just hates everything Cleveland. Yeah, but for some most, reason Most he things likes Ohio. Most things Ohio, but pretty much everything Cleveland. And, yeah, he just hates Sam Darnold. No, so. he loves Sam no, Darnold. Loves Sam Darnold. You're right, you're right. Baker Mayfield. Loves L right. word for, for him, Sam, H word for Baker. Talked him up all offseason. And what is, what is Darnold's first play last year? Pick six. So you really hate to see it. We don't have to vis- we don't have to revisit that game though. I love to though. No, <laughs> please come on, man. Why just that first play? Because uh, that first, yeah, yeah, obviously that, that, that's really all I care about from that game. What's scary with the Browns' offense is that they're young. They're gonna be good for years with that core of Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward on the defense. You got Baker, Nick Chubb. They're young and they're talented, so it's gonna be scary for years to come in that division. It's honestly so true because like. Because they are so young, that is huge. That is that is of massive importance in the NFL is youth because we know the time limit on these guys. We know the time limit on their bodies. It, this, these years, these windows of peak athletic ability from these guys, it goes away soon. So you're right, Jordan. Yeah, that, that is one of the scariest things about them is a huge chunk of their lineup is a year or two out of college. They're dangerous. I mean, they're <laughs> they're exactly as advertised. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, too, <clears throat> they are the team that general managers that came in Cleveland beforehand tried to build. They tried to get those young guys in there year after year getting high draft picks, and finally you draft so many high-profile players. Like, it has to work out, and now it's finally working out. They, what is, they've drafted well. They've traded up. They've... They've moved guys around, and they got the team that you want. They are playing. Re- they are playing a real life version of franchise mode, where you got your you got your squad. You're going into the year. You're trying to turn around the franchise. Can they do it? And I think, I think they're going to. I think their window is a little bit. I think their window is slimmer than what people think, though. Like, I I don't. I was I was thinking about asking you guys this question. I was thinking about asking Tommy because I I like to ask Tommy these questions because I can almost predict what he's going to say every time. But I'm going to ask so I'm going to ask you George. All right, let's hear it. If the team doesn't make the playoffs this year, but they finish with a winning record, is that a is that a successful year for the Browns? Overall for them in the last 5 to 10, absolutely. Considering I mean, everything that they added, though, considering the hype of being a Super Bowl contender, yeah. But I mean, you know, not you could, making the postseason, yeah. Though, but let but let's really to, let's sit here and look at some of these other teams that we could talk about that are also Super Bowl contenders in their divisions as well. I, I mean, the Browns are just have always been the shit pile of the league, you know, never could make anything of themselves, barely could squeeze a win out over, no offense, Hayden, Detroit. Or they like, couldn't. They, did, they didn't. Right? They but, didn't but squeeze saying, a win out. No, but that's saying, but I like teams of that nature. We beat them two years ago. That's great. We, we contributed to their 0-16 season. And You're welcome. We had to give it to you because we got it. You so. know, if you get a winning record as a whole, that's good. Yes, the goal is to get that Lombardi trophy in your hands, and I believe that they can do it, but it's week one. So there's so many things that are going to happen in this NFL season. I mean, God forbid anybody gets hurt or somebody gets traded or somebody gets fired. You just, you never know what could happen in any aspect of the Browns. But winning season, that's great because then next year they can build on it and they can see what they did wrong this year. Like Jordan said, they have such young guys. The one thing that I think is going to be just a little 
not just a little off is that I don't think that they have that veteran presence of a player on the offense for when they have those three to four series of going three and out, three and out. Like, I guess you could say Odell, but it's his first time with the team. He didn't play too much last year. Who's going to step up in those times on the offense being so young to, like, get them that first down or just to keep them going when they've been down an entire game or to have a comeback, yeah. you know? Because, like, yeah. with the Patriots we're talking about, you got reliable Tom back there. I mean, you can throw him anybody out there receiving core, and he'll be able to get it done. What I was just what I was just going to say about what I was going to prompt you after you gave me your answer was I was just going to say their window is so small in the NFL. Like teams aren't very good for very long, you know? Like your window is open in other sports, your window in the NHL can be open for a long time, a long long time. Your window in baseball can be open for a while. Your window in basketball can be open for a while as long as the player contracts are there. But in football, your window is like literally one to two years because you don't you don't know that the Patriots you truly don't know whether the Patriots are going to be good this year. You truly you truly don't. Like yeah. as as much as we could say like they could fall off. Any team can fall off at any moment. That's just how it works with the NFL. It's not likely that the Patriots are going to do it. They're not going to. But the thing is with the NFL is you see teams like you'll see the Jacksonville Jaguars go 10 and 6, go to the AFC Championship game next year get go 5 and 11, finish yep. last place in their division. Yep. So I I I got to say as a as a as a part-time Browns fan, I've I've always taken the Browns as my second wing. I've I've watched them for for years. I got to say if I was a full-fledged Browns fan, I would be upset if my team didn't make the postseason this year. I would be mad. I, I don't. I don't want to finish nine and seven. I'm not in this thing to finish nine and seven. I want Lombardi because guess what? I've been sitting around waiting a hundred years for this freaking thing, and here it is. It's right there in front of me. All the team has to go out is to go out there and just win the freaking football games. They're right there. We have the team to do it. Mm-hmm. No more trying to be the underdog, trying to sweep up and do it. We are the guys that are ex- expected to do that, and um, I, I, I totally get it for sure. Like, you, you feel like you have the time, but it's also there has to be a sense of urgency. And I think they got the right people. I, I really, I don't, I don't know Jack Squad about Freddie Kitchens as a head coach because he didn't have a full season last year to be an HC, but like. The dude seems like he knows. What he, he seems like he's bringing the energy, which is half the deal for me. Good you know? quarterback coach relationship too. Him and Baker are real close, and that's what you want in an HC because your quarterback's got to be your. You're basically your second HC out there on the field. Yeah, running that team. All right, uh, Bengals got Zach Tyler. Zach Taylor. You excited? You excited about what he's gonna do over there, Jordan? I see. You just you're just enjoying the show. You're just an active listener who's just. He's got like a he's got like front court seats to the hockey dudes podcast right now. That's kind of like the Bengals; they got front row seats to the Browns championship <laughs> oh, this year. No, <laughs> come on, defend your team, Jordan. I'm excited for Zach Taylor's offensive mind. I think he did really good with the the Rams and what he did with that team. I think he brings a new perspective to the Bengals. Do I think we're going to be good this year? No, I think we're going to get torched. I think the predictions are right that we're going to get last. But he's bringing me hope that once we get some young guys in there, our team's old. Let, let's just face it. Our team's old. Our, quarter, <laughs> our quarterback sucks. We're tanking for Tua or Justin Herbert. That's what's happening this year. Or Joey Burrow, man. Yeah, we need a quarterback. Andy Dalton's not getting the job done. He's we need another receiver. Amen. Go off, Jordan. He's we need not another getting receiver. the job done. A.J. Green's getting injured all the time. We need somebody that can come in there. Tyler Boyd showed some promise this year. I'm excited for him to have a breakout season. But honestly, we don't have the defense anymore. They're all old. Geno Atkins is still getting the job done, but we don't have the corners. We don't have the safeties. We have a defensive line, but our linebacking core suspect. We're not we're not playing good football. Yeah, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of D minuses throughout I, I'm this he, team. I'm right hearing now. a lot of we don't have, we don't have, yeah. we're not good. On the bright side though, Marvin Lewis, after all the shittiness he did, got a promotion. He's <laughs> yes. in the front office. Now. That's ridiculous. Freaking ridiculous, dude. Like, you um, know what? We love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's been sucking uh off the owner for years, so it's cool. Hey, you you know you gotta do what you gotta do to move up in the ranks. Yeah, whatever. No judgment on these parts. Uh I guess that's just how the way they do things in Cincinnati. I went to a Lions and Bengals game, and the Bengals 
fans were they were not nice. They were not welcoming to us Lions fans being at the game. Nah. It's weird though because <laughs> he said nah. No, it's get weird. Out. Get it's out weird of Paul though. Brown, baby. It's get weird. out. Get out. Go home. Yeah. It's also weird though because if you go to the Red Stadium, it's a whole different atmosphere. You'll see people in Yankees, Aaron Judge jerseys, and we won't say nothing. But you go to a Bengals game, it's it's ruthless in there. Yeah. And it's crazy because the Reds actually have a decent team too. Yeah, the Red, they're not the Reds, doing too bad. The Reds are putting something together, which I like. I I I gotta say. Baseball, my second, because, like, you can't, even though I'm a Detroit sports fan, you can't live in Ohio and not have some love for one of the teams. And I've never been able to like the Indians because they're in the same division as the Tigers. So I've naturally always just appreciated the Reds. So I like to see the Reds do good. And, you know, vice versa with the Browns and Bengals because, again, the Lions aren't in their division, so I've never had a real – or even in their conference, so I've never, like – the Lions just haven't been in a playoff race, yeah. so there's no reason to say that we haven't right. been upset about being in a playoff. Anyway, football's back. I am happy. Uh, guys, I also am playing hockey tonight. It's a good – it's just a good day. I'm playing hockey for two teams today. Really? What yeah. are games? What time? Uh 350, which is tough because the Lions game's at 425, so I'll probably miss the first quarter. First, just have it on in the uh, on the bench. Just have it right there over the. I boards. actually might. And then That's keep it on your phone. That's a good idea. And then when you hear like whatever line you're on, get back out there. You're out. Yeah. Out. Over, coach. See ya. Yeah, Slap a couple roosters in there, and then hop back over and watch a couple picks. Yeah. I can get away with that. And then I'm playing at 9:30 tonight. Oh, so, so. you're gonna miss a little bit of the uh, Steelers Pats. Yeah. Game. But I mean, it's the preseason Pats. It's September Pats. Yeah. It's not even. It's not even the same freaking team, dude. Like they don't even. Like they like the Lions warped them last year. Like we warped, warped them. We made them look like a middle school team. What's your uh, What's your hockey team's name that you're playing for? So right? I'm playing for the Stronghearts, and then I'm playing for the CBJ uh, Ohio Battery. Is that like, like a, you a know, website? It's a like I said, that guy who is he is a writer for Eleven Warriors. Yeah, they also started First Ohio Battery, and he has a team. It's awesome. And so I met him through here, and so now I'm playing for their team. Talking about your mean Sueys down yeah, fucking Main Street. Yeah, I'm upset that my team names aren't as good this year. Like Stronghearts, like that's fine. It's not as good as Thirty Six Minutes Till Beer. That was a great team. That's name. great. But so why do you have good. to wait? Why can't you just drink during the games? Uh. Because you'll get kicked out and you'll get your USA card revoked. You can't put it in your Gatorade bottle? No, you definitely can, yeah. but I mean. Ah, dude, I actually played my bag. I was in my bag the last time I had an IPA before my game. That's what you love to hear. I need to get, I need to, because I'm coming over, I'm coming over to Walnut to watch the brownies. Yep. <gasps> stay for three quarters and I'm going to, I am going to drink, I'm not going to drink an IPA and then drive. I'm going to drive, park my car. Get out of my car, go into the locker room, then drink the IPA in the locker room. Yeah, it's your pre workout. Then go out there. It's yes, your pre workout. I, I had to walk through what will not get me in trouble. Yeah, legally. No, that's perfect. That's how you have to plan it out. Because I don't want to deal with any police officers. Exactly. I love the police force, I love what they do, but I don't like talking to you guys. There's no need. Especially when you're trying to get in the mindset to go score like two or three goals after yes. an IPA. I mean,. I'm trying to send one guy to the box eight times. That was my that is exactly what I did. I sent the short little guy. His name's Kubinski. His name's David Kubinski. He used to be on my team. On thirty six minutes till beer, he was on a different team. We had gone separate ways. Former teammates, dude. It, it's a thing, man. You 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 sit and look at a guy's face for your whole career, and then finally, when you get to be on separate teams, you just hate that guy. Because you're like, I just had to look at your freaking face and pretend to like you. That's why you see former teammates get into it in, in sports. Um, Speaking of teammates getting into it, I heard your guy, and I'm saying your guy because he was a Bengal, Vontez Perfect tried to break up the Antonio Brown fight with Mike Mayock. Is he turning over a new leaf? Is he breaking up I, fights instead I of starting? I actually heard that he was somebody that put the bug into his ear to just kick that ball, punt that ball. <laughs> I heard that they talked before, and he said, just punt the shit out of that. And he did, and then he yelled, find me for that. But Vontez I, is in his ear like, good. 
Well, good. I think Vontez good. is still in his head from that hit back in like 2014, 2013. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. When he just, <laughs> I think that's where the head, the head casery started because CTE started to set it's in like after that, that. It's like that one guy from that uh, Nickelodeon show. Oh, the, the the wild thornberries. The wild thornberries. Yeah, <laughs> Antonio Brown when he, when he in the locker room after that hit from Butt. And they were like, "Yeah, he's good. Get back out there." <laughs> uh, Antonio, who's the president? Good he's enough. Good. Spider two Y banana on one. Spider two Y banana. <laughs> I don't like to relive that game, man. Oh, was those that two, the... those two plays that led to was... the Jeremy Hill fumble. Yeah. That cost oh us my the god. Oh my god. That was that was a playoff. Yeah, that was a playoff game. That was yep. the first round. The of the one playoffs. time that the Bengals were actually having a chance to win a playoff game, and we find a way to bungle it. Right. I, I was thinking about that literally last night on the car ride. I was thinking like. Man, the Brownies might get a home playoff game this year, and I'm like, we haven't had a home playoff game in Ohio since, since the Bengals. And I was thinking, that last home playoff game for the Bengals, rough. <laughs> that had to suck so much ass, Jordan. They, you guys had the game won. You guys had the game and you blew it. Ball security's job security. Ball, Bob security is is job security. Beaker Barbara is boob to beebica. That's and then That's what Antonio gone. Brown said to to Gruden. <laughs> no, you you guys are good. You guys, yes, yes. Sorry. Uh, that was really awkward. You guys, just, I stopped. I was looking. No, you're something. fine. You're fine. I was looking something up. Let's on that on that note. Let's talk about these uh, college football. That's games. That's what I was night. about to say. Oh my gosh! Did you a, see some football. of the scores yesterday? Oh, dude, you got to be. First of all, let's start with Friday night. All right, I'm. I don't put actual money on the games. I just gamble in my head. Yeah, definitely. And I'm talking. I'm talking to Tim Hall. I'm working last. I'm working on Friday night, and he came to help with the high school broadcast. So I'm like asking him because he started doing college football picks on his show. So I got Boise State and Marshall. So I'm like Boise State minus thirteen and a half, and I look at Tim. I'm like, are they covering? Are they covering? And Tim's like, yes. Yeah, they're they're Boise State at home Friday night game, and I'm like, I don't know anything about these teams other than. Boise State has bluegrass. They are constantly ranked in the twenties, twenty-four to twenty-five range. It's always, it's never higher than twenty-four. It never is. I've, I've, I've seen them at twenty. I've never seen them in the teens. 20, <laughs> twenty to twenty-five is like Boise State's range. That's Boise State territory for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I, I was like, uh, are they, are they covering thirteen and a half? And, and he's like, yes, they're, they're covering Boise. They got a good offense, and I'm like. The thundering herd, though. So I, I took them in my head to cover, and then they freaking won 14-7. to Right. They got it done. It was solid. You know, wasn't the prettiest. No, they didn't. They got the win, but yeah. they didn't cover. No, they didn't. But, I mean, they got Douche what they bags. wanted. They got what they wanted. Yeah, so they got what they wanted. Um, And then, yeah, I mean, Saturday was just it was so good. Good to see the Buckeyes just steamroll the Bearcats, man. Like, they had, I knew the game was over when Cincinnati Barstool guys were coming down to campus and like, we're like, we're at an Ohio State University. There's seven of us, you know? And I was like, yeah, this game's over. Like, that's that's the heat that they're coming down with. Like, yeah. I mean, you know that their football players are seeing that and they're like, this this is what we're supporting here. Like, what are you playing for? You're, pl- you're not trash talking. You're just being dumb. Like. Their, their trash talk game was weak. Sorry to talk about my Cincinnati friend. I got a lot of – I was going to go to Cincinnati, uh, so I got a lot of friends there, but <laughs> your trash talk was weak. Um, Did you see that viral video, though, of those uh, Bearcat fans wearing Ohio State shirts during the week before mm. the game? Yep, and they had their, their tie end or whatever was walking around. Yeah, that was that was good. I liked – that was a good video. Good job on Cincinnati football to try to resurrect a little bit of the trash talking. But even that video is kind of like there's people on our campus literally wearing the school that we're playing. Right. My favorite my favorite uh, tweet I seen for this past week coming up was it said Cincinnati uh, Bearcat fans. Oh, it's OSU week. Let's kick the shit out of them. Nobody. Nobody. Buckeyes fans. Your rejection letters are my wallpaper. <laughs> 
And I was just like, oh my goodness. Your rejection oh, list. oh. That's Big tough. Ten versus what? America Conference? Yeah, dude, that's, that's tough. No, it was good for the Buckeyes to go out there and, and handle an, an 11 win team last year. Like, uh, it was good to see. I mean, they absolutely dominated. Cincinnati could have moved the ball, whatever. And the one chance that they did have to kick a field goal was blocked, which you love to see the Buckeyes making good special teams plays. I mean, we gave up a couple of long throws, but mm-hmm. it looks like for the most part we're not giving up a lot of yak. Like, we're, we're tackling. I, I freaking love to see that. Yeah. Uh, I freaking love to see Justin Fields just go off. I was a little bit worried that Justin wasn't going to be able to throw the same way that Dwayne has. He, he has not missed a step from what we had last year with Dwayne. Plus, Justin can run the ball well. Yeah, he was putting was his body good... out there on the line. I liked it. I mean, Absolutely. really getting in the end zone, taking on defensive ends and linebackers. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, at that time too, when he, I'm, you're talking about the first touchdown play when he ran in the end zone. It's a zero-zero game, so right? you, you got to. Yeah. You have to. Yeah. And then later on, when uh, they did that design quarterback run with J.K. leading him up to the left, I mean, that was just beautiful. The line was moving great. I mean, I, I think Luke Fickle and them are, are going to make some noise in their conference though. Like they're, t- they're projected to win their conference with a. Uh, uh, they're supposed to play UCF they haven't projected to. I, I'm taking Cincy in that game if it's it. I mean, yeah, it's week two, but go Bearcats in that situation. The Buckeyes aren't playing them now. Like, we already we took care of business. Now it's time for them to keep winning. You're saying that Luke Fickle is so mad that he got his doors blown off by Ohio State that he's going to go blow the doors off UCF. Like, towards the end of the year? Yes. Yeah, like, okay. gonna, All right. yeah, yeah. He's going to bounce yeah. back from this. Yeah. I mean, his former team, I mean... There's definitely a little bit I of I love to see him wear the there. sweater vest. Not the sweater vest, but he wears like a he wears like some sort of a vest. Yeah, no, definitely. Over the white t shirt. Mm-hmm. I love I love to see that. Well, I mean, it's the Tress look, you know, and he did coach under him for a yeah. while. I, I love to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh you, you hate to see Michigan not respect the troops. I mean, they that couldn't have been a more disrespectful game. To leave Army in it the whole way and then just for you to end up on top at the end. Total lack of respect for the troops. Or, like, here's what it, you do: you let the troops get a couple touchdowns at the beginning, and then you blow their doors off in the second half. You don't let them be in the game the whole time and then beat them. That's not respecting the troops. That's teasing the troops. Michigan does not respect the troops. Yeah. And then to celebrate with to jump into your student section, do the Lombardi leap in your student. I actually didn't have too much of a problem with that because I was like, yeah, it's football. Like, even though. They're they're an underdog and they beat an underdog barely. Like you're still an athlete. You only win. You only get a chance to play so many games. You want to have as much fun as possible. You did win the game. You're not thinking about at the time. Oh, I just beat Army. I don't. I know you're excited because you won the football game. So yeah, I had but... no problem with them jumping in the student section. But I had a problem with them disrespecting the troops. And I, jumping into the student section. Like, I had you disrespected problem. them and then you jumped in the student section. Why did you do that? It's disrespectful to the troops. Right. But like realistically, you would you would expect Michigan, a top ten ranked team, week two, playing, you know, no offense, Army, you're not the biggest name football school, but, but they're you're the still troops. troops. You're they're still the troops. troops. They're the troops. Don't don't disrespect the troops. Not disrespecting, but it's okay, like Okay, I'm glad you took your hat off when you yeah, were talking about Yeah, I got this. to. Yeah, oh, well, gotta I'll, take I'll, the hat I'll off when yeah, you're yeah. talking about the troops. I mean you know, they they fought hard and they showed us that they are our troops and they're here to fight against no matter who it is and the Wolverines somehow get get it done in OT. If they had a kicker, Michigan is crying. <clears throat> but it was a forty nine yarder to win the game. I mean, that's a long. It was a, it was his first place kick ever. In yeah, the, in college football. I mean, how I mean, many times? It was time? close. It was close. It, it was it was. A I bet you could right. count. I bet you could count on one hand yeah. the amount of times that it came down to the Army kicker to decide a game in their in the season. Like, yeah. I don't think that ever happens, but I love their offense. Uh, well, Army is just very foreign to any sort of football being in the air. Yeah. They, that's the they're, Air Force. They, they're yeah, they're exactly. on the ground. They're on the ground. They're the troops. That's exactly mm-hmm. they, they take their war strategy and they just implement it into battle the way that the they trenches, play football. Baby. Battle the trenches. You love to see them go into the big house. I really wanted to see them get the job done. They had the general... On the sidelines. He was hyped. Did he you see hyped, that when, dude. when they scored that yes, touchdown? Yes, that's why it's so disrespectful of Michigan to win that football game. They were so like, you don't give me on national TV those guys getting so excited and to just disrespect the troops like that. You don't you don't do that to me. 
You don't do that to the troops. But it does make me excited for the Army-Navy game later on in the year. Uh, the Army-Navy game. It's a classic. Army's playing good ball. We got to see how Navy plays. The best thing about the Army-Navy game is it's over in a crisp hour and 45 minutes because it's just run. It's just it's a middle school football game. Like, I mean, there's wing just, tee, wishbone wait. offense, baby. You got your wing backs in motion, running back pitch. Power you up. love it. Watching Army try to pass the ball, it literally goes from like – an elite running force to straight to middle school football. Like they, <laughs> they just they got like the they'll run a play. They'll it's usually a play action pass to the quarterbacks in the backfield. He's like you can tell he's jittery and a three he's shot got, drop and he's got like one guy downfield like and, and there's like five Wolverines yep. and like no it's not. they go max protection <laughs> go max. one receiver running around hoping to God he gets open and he actually does have a lot of time but he still just airmails it like yep. it's overthrow. You hate to see it. Uh, the Army would have won that game, and I said this to somebody. I was like, what if Army dropped out of, like, the airplanes? Like, what if they came onto the field like that? Like pads and all, then they, yep. like, deploy their yep. parachutes and land yep. in their position? Yep. Game over. Game <laughs> over. Ultimate scare tactic. You, do, you can't tell me that as Michigan you don't pee your pants seeing our troops diving into the field just to play you and a football game. I just thought that was disrespectful to the troops for them. But, but, like but disrespectful, but also think about this. Like, at Army, football's second to them. Like, these players that are playing football, like, that's not their main duties and goals when they're at that school. Duties. Michigan, when you're there to play football, you're there to play football. Army, all right, guys, we got uh, to get up at 4 a.m., do a little log run until 8, then we got practice all day, and then we're going back for some, you know, like ground tactics and, you know, archery or something like that while Michigan doing 24-7 football. And it's like, you sent him to OT, a top-10 team. OT. They were so close to get it done. You know who doesn't disrespect the troops? Baker Mayfield signing everything. Everything. When the troops were over at the Browns practice. Two and a half hours after practice. Yep, yep. Signed everything. I love to see it. He does not disrespect the troops. Uh because he's an Ohio guy. Now now since he's lived here, you're officially an Ohio guy. Ohio guys don't disrespect the troops. Now, do you think by saying that you're you're gonna you're gonna irk a little bit of people because you do remember what he did last year after he beat the Bucks? Yeah, it's fine. You think people are still gonna be a little have a little animosity to him? Like oh, I don't, still I don't do. like him. I don't really care about it anymore. I mean, we beat them the first time. He got a bend. I basically call it even Stevens. It's not like he. It's fine. We still have a national championship. He does it. Like, All right, so I'm fine with that. I can live with it. Still in this fine. college football yeah, way, Got a question for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you think about the ex Buckeye Joe Burrow last night? Oh my gosh. Well, I think he's a big fan of Big Twelve defenses. Yeah, definitely. I think he's a big Loves fan of exposing him. I think he, um, not trying to discredit him in the way that he played because he looked like an NFL quarterback. Like, the way you stand in the pocket, the way that you feel the pressure, you move out and you just throw balls. You throw balls on the dart, on the line, to the guys. <clears throat> it was perfect in every way. I think he had one touchdown pass to that uh, chase guy over the seam. Oh, that was Where beautiful. he was a back shoulder. The guy jumped up, caught High it. points it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm like those two guys, but Chase and Burrow, both gonna be in the NFL. Like you have, you have to admit it. Like they're, yeah. Chase was a beast, the receiver for uh, LSU. He looked like he looked like an NFL quarterback out there. Like his, yeah, from from snap one to the final quarter. I mean, he played four quarters of hard ball, took some hard hits in there too. Oh yeah, he did. He and he stood stern. He stood stern. His eyes were a little red, a little glossy afterwards. So I may wanna I may wanna check the beep after the game, but. Uh, yeah. Definitely. Nonetheless, it, it was a great game by him. Good win. Herb Street was going crazy. Yeah, he was like, he was like, I. This is a great win for LSU. The, people don't realize LSU is on the forefront of college football. I wouldn't be surprised if they're ranked number one at the end of this game. And that's, a hot, that's a hot take. And, and I think it was it was Chris Fowler who was doing the break. Chris Fowler was like. I I just don't know. I mean, pump the brakes for a second, Herbie. Pump the brakes. <laughs> pump the brakes. It's week two. Like, you it's know, week Chris, two. Chris was trying to respect Herbie because Herbie's the college football guy. Chris is like, I mean, I just I don't know. You know, with 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 Clemson and Alabama Georgia. and Oklahoma, Georgia, like, Big Twelve defense, like <laughs> tough to just give LSU the number one just because they beat Texas. Yeah. You know, nonetheless, great win. Texas, I loved this. I loved 
I am okay with having one game a year on the road at at that stadium where I can just sit and take it in and watch the horns down. I, I'm okay. I'm okay with the horns being up for most of the there will be a year where I will want to see Texas win that football game and oh, compete for a national championship, but <clears throat> I was okay watching Joey Burrow just trash on. Him. I love Coach O. You know, I mean, like, oh, I love football. Like that's like that's the best coach you could probably have, other than Nick Saban. Oh, that Tiger. Yeah, but honest to God, like throughout that game, like, hey, and I told you before the game started, I thought Texas football was back. I thought they could get it done. You know, third and fourth quarter, I really thought that they were. They got it within a touchdown. But then they threw the pick. They also, Texas, couldn't score in the first quarter on a perfectly designed halfback just out route of the back, halfback flat. Nobody guards him. They spread the field to the right, hits him right in the breadbasket, and he drops it. If he catches that ball in the first quarter, we're probably going to overtime. Yeah. But you know what? If my aunt had ball, she'd be my uncle. So it don't matter. But (laughs) we're here. Football's back. I thought Texas was, but it's all right. USC might be back. Dude, Khabib with another submission last night. Oh, I said USC, but UFC oh, too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I am so sorry. No, Jake no, no, texted no, me, good. so I was you're like good. half yeah. half listening. Khabib's go. I mean, they were talking about whoever that guy was, freaking whatever the guy. They were talking about how he was going to – some Yahoo over the radio that was trying to be – you know, because like when anybody has a little bit of UFC knowledge, they try to like – blow it up to like they know a lot about the UFC. Yeah, right. I know this because I'm that guy because <laughs> because I've watched a couple of matches. I talked to other non-UFC UFC people, Troj that too, everybody. I talked to other non-UFC people about the UFC and make myself seem really smart because I know something. Yeah. So, but that guy just had the hot he just was wrong. He said that that guy had a chance of beating Khabib. Do you see He's uh, undefeated. Right. Guys. Like 30, 45 minutes after it, Conor, Conor McGregor, calls yep. him out yep. and says, I want Once you the in rematch. Moscow. Yep, let's do it. Let's freaking go, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready for Khabib Conor and Conor out too. In the first round. Let's go. I love watching Conor McGregor get his doors blown off because I every don't... time that Tommy, I love, I, I don't love to see Tommy sad. I love to see Tommy sad when he's really high on things and I keep trying to tell him not to be high on those things because yeah. every match that Conor McGregor McGregor fights in, he always keeps saying that, dude, I don't know, man. Like, he's he's the go. And I'm like, he's not a go. He's a sneaky fighter. You I, never I know should, what okay. he's going to come Tommy with. never calls him the go, but he acts yeah. like he's the go. Tommy is well enough in the UFC to know that he's not the go. At but, one point, but he Tommy was. is just huge Conor McGregor stan, and he's just not, he's not in it, man. He's not in his bag. I mean, it's Khabib's league. I, it's Khabib's league. True. But out of all the fights right now to see, I don't want to see Khabib McGregor too. I want him to finish the trilogy, Diaz McGregor. Oh yeah, Ooh. I need that first. That is that's been a long-standing, you know, rivalry. I I need that first. But Diaz is fighting uh, Jorge Masvidal, the guy that the guy that smoked Ben Askren, smoked him. Listen, smoked, smoked. He smoked him with he smoked him with a flying knee. I get that. And flying that was great. knee. That was great. But welcome to the Magic Kingdom. That was his, get in line for the flying look, knee. That was his one shot, I think, against Ben that he knows that he needed to take. And if he didn't connect with it, Ben was going to ground and pound him, and he wasn't going to be able to do it because Jorge's that stand up like Street Fighter nineteen type guy yeah. where he's like doing all these weird kicks. But if you take him to the ground. He's he's like a fish out of water. He doesn't. Ben Askren's like get my stance, get my stance, get my stance, sprawl. Get my stance, get my stance, get my stance. But I think it's still gonna be a great fight because I mean Diaz (laughs) eats punches for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Does he eat nine of them, George? You ate a lot of eggs, George. I texted Tommy about this, and I asked I asked him because we talked about how you on Thursday night football when we were watching Thursday night football. He told me that you eat. Ten eggs every meal. Um, I wouldn't say every meal. I would say breakfast is usually between seven to ten eggs with about two to three pieces of toast with like peanut butter and Nutella on it. And then like if it's later at night and I don't want to order like Wendy's or Steak and Shake because you know obviously Thick Rick when I was fat like that was my go-to. So I can I share a Thick Rick story after you go? Yeah, for sure. But I love so this then, Thick Rick story. You know, right? if I want some food, because I get sixty eggs at Walmart for three fifty, I'll make like you know a snack of like. 
five or six, but I'm about to switch from egg holes to egg whites for bulking season. So it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but it's going to be great for the muscles afterwards. So. I, I was worried. I was asking, George, I, I texted because, I mean, you just out of nowhere last night were just like, I'm going to go make eggs. <laughs> like when you're sitting and you just left the room and I texted Tommy, I was like, George is going to make eggs. And I asked him how many he's making and he said nine. And I came out and I made nine. And, and, and I and I then and then Tommy said, "Sounds about right." And yeah. I texted Tommy. I was like, "Does he know about cholesterol?" Very much so. Yes. And he said, "I do not think he does." No, I do. <laughs> I'm all right. Don't okay. worry. Yeah, you are. My fine. cholesterol is not high, even though I do eat a lot of eggs. I did think that, but I've been. I don't to the- feel like you can do that for the rest of your life, George. No, it's not. This isn't a. This isn't a for the rest of my life thing. Once you get heart disease, man. Like, oh, I won't. I, I stopped. I kind of tried to stop eating beef. I'll eat beef, but like, I heard, I'm hearing stuff about beef and like how it's bad for your heart, and I'm just trying to slow down on that. Yeah, you know? well, I, you know what? I don't Guess want to have what? Heart Every problems. car that drives down the street is bad for our lungs and bad for the air. Anytime somebody smokes a cigarette, it's bad. There's okay. so many bad okay. things in this okay. world. Okay, I'm just trying to make it to 70. I'm not trying to tap out at 52, you know. I'm Dude, <laughs> I'm going for triple digits. What are you talking about? Exactly, exactly. And you're not going to do that if you're eating 10 eggs every meal, George. I got the secret to the best weight loss plan. Just go to Otterbein, eat the food. You'll lose weight right off the bat. Because they have no food. So yeah, <laughs> No good don't. food. All right, quick Thick Rick story. And no. I, I feel totally comfortable sharing the story because you are the most, one of the healthiest guys I know. Other than the cholesterol problem, which I mostly just give you crap about. Because yeah, that's I was going to say, it's not only, real, but. That's the only healthy thing I can give you crap about. But yeah, uh, for the most part, George, you're the most in, you're the most in shape guy I know. Like, he, like, hands down, like one of the most in my immediate, immediate yeah. sphere of humans. Appreciate it. And, yeah, no problem. But sophomore year, when we were hanging out a lot at Zeta, you and I went on a little, it was just after class, we both rallied at the house, and like Cougar and Jake weren't back there yet, so we may we may have like played a 2K game. For sure, black they top. Went there. Yeah, a little black top. Yep. And then we like went on a little run, you were going to the bank or something, I was like, yeah, I'll go with you, I'll play some tunes in the car or something. And you, you told me this whole spiel on the whole way down State Street about how you really want to start losing weight and, like, do you think you can do it? And, you know, and I'm like, yeah, George, like, yeah, dude, like, well, you were Ricky back then. I was like, yeah, Ricky. It was like, <laughs> for sure. Like, dude, you got this. Like, man, like, yeah, whatever I can do to help, dude. He's like, okay, uh, let's just stop by Speedway real quick. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, dude. Comes out with a 52-ounce Mountain Dew. <laughs> Dude, big gulps, big gulps for life. Ounce Mountain Dew, like the biggest things I've ever seen. <laughs> well, you know that's what you do the, the day that you make, you know, your fitness goal. Like, okay, I'm going to lose like 50 pounds. The day you make it, you eat all the crappy food because you know this is the last the day last you day. get to that do it. That was your last Mountain Dew. It honestly was because then me and Tom started the grind. <laughs> the grind, yeah, at, at CMB. It's like the- No, it's like, at, the, at the Reich. The grind. Oh, yes. The grind the of actual working grind. out. Yeah, you yeah. guys lost like 40 pounds. You guys, that was freaking, yeah, I was like, freaking uh, animals. No, I lost, me and Tom lost more than that. Because I was- two, Tom lost like 60. I was 270, and now yeah, I'm, you guys, I'm weighing like 195. Yeah, you guys so. freaking in your bag. Uh, but that, no, no, but but um, I was, um, what was I going to say? Get there. I am going to get there. Oh, I was going to compare that. Mm. You drinking the 52-ounce Mountain Dew- as the guys at the Zeta house that say, yeah, I'm going to stop smoking weed. And then you're like, yeah, man, like I'll sit there and I'll like have like good life talks about like 30 minutes about how somebody wants to stop smoking weed. And I'm like, yeah, dude, like, yeah, man, like whatever I can do to support you, like, dude, you can do anything, man. Like, yeah, 100%. you have the strength of God in you, man. Like whatever you need to do, bro. Like, and I got you, man. I'll, I'll sit here. I'll support you. I'll not smoke weed. I'll not smoke weed with you. Like whenever you need somebody to be around that isn't smoking, I'll be that person for you. And then you. two minutes later, and you I'll just dab hear them a up. knock on the door. Yeah. Hey, anybody trying to smoke a bowl? Yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> 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 Bro, that was crazy. <laughs> or, or, or like the guys that the guys that will like. There was I'm not gonna say their names, but there was these guys. <laughs> they are. Shout out you guys. Um, I would walk into their room and they'd be like. And there would be no more bong and stuff on the table, and they'd be like, 
Blowback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah, we, we don't allow Jordan don't even know about that. Yeah. Jordan's not, he hasn't been in long enough yeah. to know about the annex. Yeah, we've never allowed weed in the house, but. But we'll continue. Keep but going. in the annex, in the annex house, I would show up and like, I'd be like, what's up, boys? I'm like, nope, you guys aren't smoking today? And like, nope. Two days free, and I'm like, good for good for you boys. There we go. All right, I'm gonna go to the den real quick. Come back, it's out. Freaking, you're like, freaking bleepity bleep is there, and they just sound it out, and they just all just light it up. Torsion, I can smell it walking down the street. I'm like, yep, it's a factory. It's a freaking factory. All right, boys, that concludes the show. It's 10:32. Uh, Jordan and I got church to go to. Um, crap, what song did I exit out to last week? I was going to try to start exiting out to the same song every week. But, um, I, I think it was this. All right, Hayden, before you go real quick, next week Buckeyes play Indiana. Prediction of score? Uh, it's going to be like a, it's going to be like a, 35-10 game. I think. What are you thinking? Yeah, it's I was first Big Ten game. I Big, Big Ten's tough, man. Big Ten, like, my dad My dad was, of course, after one after one huge win, he's, like, talking about, like, how we're ready for the CFB. And I'm like, Dad, you just are forgetting about the Big Ten. Like, the Big Ten is tough. We just seen what Maryland did to Syracuse yeah. yesterday. Wow, team. that team is fast at they football. They just got orange juiced. They just got orange juiced. All right, uh, let's get out of here. Um... Any final words before we sign off? Oh. We still suck. Tell your dog.